Welcome to this edition of Head to Head. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 245 of the podcast. And this episode of the podcast is all about the upcoming Super Bowl matchup between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. Both teams finish with the best record in the entire NFL at 14-3. and And despite that fact, this is not, to me, the most exciting Super Bowl matchup of all time, but it does have a lot going for it. These teams have two great fans bases and there's a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. Let's start with the Kansas City Chiefs. At the beginning of the season there were some serious doubts the team's offense could keep up its stellar play without star receiver Tyreek Hill and it seemed plausible that quarterback Patrick Mahomes was due for a down season. Instead he had a better season than last year. Mahomes threw 41 touchdowns, the second most of his entire career and finished with the highest completion percentage of his career and barring a shocking outcome is going to win his second NFL MVP award. Yes, you can say Mahomes still has tight end Travis Kelsey, but for Mahomes to not even skip a B without Hill is impressive nonetheless. Look at all these quarterbacks who need these star receivers. Josh Allen needs Stephon Diggs. Kirk Cousins needs Justin Jefferson. Patrick Mahomes does not need a guy like Tyreek Hill. Yes, it would be great if he had one, but clearly he doesn't need it. He's in that rarefied air with guys like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. On the other side of things, you have the Philadelphia Eagles who gave second-year starter Jalen Hurts two beast-wide receivers. A.J. Brown finished the season with just under 1,500 receiving yards and 11 touchdowns. The Eagles acquiring him from the Titans has to be the best move of this past offseason. And then you have Devontae Smith, the second-year receiver, finished the regular season with just under 1,200 receiving yards and seven touchdowns. Hurts was a legitimate MVP. He was the best dual threat quarterback in the entire NFL. Jalen Hurts threw for 22 passing touchdowns and also rushed the ball for 13. The second most all-time Cam Newton holds the record with 14 rushing touchdowns in the season by a quarterback. One of the most intriguing things about this matchup is Andy Reid, the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, who was the longtime coach of the Eagles. Reid has been to the last five AFC title games and at one point had been to five straight NFC title games with the Eagles with Donovan McNabb as his quarterback. If Reed wins this Super Bowl, it will be his second Super Bowl with the Chiefs and many will view him as the best head coach in the entire NFL over the likes of Bill Belichick and Sean McFay. Rarely does a coach have this kind of success with a second team and Reed just isn't as good as when he was the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. He's even better. How many head coaches can you make the argument that they're the best coach in franchise history for two teams, probably no one else but Andy Reid, you could say he's the best head coach in the history of the Philadelphia Eagles, and you can certainly make the case if he wins his second Super Bowl with the Chiefs, that he's the best head coach in their franchise history. And this is a guy who a lot of people used to look down upon because he had clearly bad time management skills when he was head coach of the Eagles, but I think he never won a Super Bowl with the Eagles because he never had that star quarterback. Yes, he had Donovan McNabb, who was a very good Pro Bowl caliber quarterback. Then he had Michael Vick and that's when things really blew up. But he was never given his version of a Tom Brady type quarterback. He all And then with the Kansas City Chiefs he had Alex Smith and he had a lot of success with Alex Smith but he was never going to win the Super Bowl with Alex Smith. Then he got his franchise quarterback in Patrick Mahomes and he's having that success that other great head coaches have had with great quarterbacks. You can be a great head coach without having 
having a great quarterback, but in most cases, the great head coaches are the ones who won with great quarterbacks. I also think Andy Reid is one of the few NFL head coaches who could still have success while losing a guy like Tyreek Hill. He's been through this before. He lost T.O. after that Super Bowl. T.O. was suspended. The Eagles were still one of the better teams in the entire NFL. He is one of the best offensive coaches in the history of football. So what exactly would winning this Super Bowl mean to this Kansas City Chiefs teams as a whole? Well, it would be Patrick Mahomes' second Super Bowl. And I believe if they won this Super Bowl, we would start talking about them like they are close to being a dynasty. I mean, five AFC title games in a row, two Super Bowls to show for, we would start to have that dynasty talk. We would start to say, are the Kansas City Chiefs the new New England Patriots? Or are they the Cowboys of the 90s or the Niners of the 80s? I mean, football teams are long remembered when they go on dynasty runs. So that's why I believe it's crucial that if these Chief teams want to be remembered, they need to win more than one Super Bowl. Because think of what's happened to the Seattle Seahawks. They had everything, a great quarterback in Russell Wilson, a great running back, great defensive players in Richard Sherman. They had Cam Chancellor. They were an all-time defensive team, but they only won that one Super Bowl, and they were on the cusp of defeating the New England Patriots for their second Super Bowl. We would definitely view that team differently if they had won that second Super Bowl. We might have viewed that team as a dynasty. I think Russell Wilson would still be on the Seahawks if that team won that Super Bowl. Now, Patrick Mahomes has already had his chance to win a second Super Bowl. He lost to the greatest of all time. That's fine. You lost to Tom Brady. That's excusable. But you cannot lose to Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles if you want to be considered one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I know that sounds harsh. The game hasn't been played yet. I don't know how they're going to win. But Patrick Mahomes cannot lose to the Philadelphia Eagles. He needs to win every Super Bowl he gets into if he wants to be considered one of the greats. Like, if you want to be in the discussion of the top 10 or, dare I say, top 5 quarterbacks of all time, I think we've come to the conclusion that you need to have won multiple Super Bowl titles. I think it's what's keeping Aaron Rodgers from being on many people's list of the greatest of all time. I think the people in the discussion are Joe Montana, Tom Brady, John Elway. I mean, you know the list. Tom Brady is the greatest of all time, but the other people in the discussion are the other multiple Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. And if Patrick Mahomes wants to be viewed in that realm, it's not going to be the stats that are going to get him there. It's not going to be the MVPs. It's going to be the Super Bowl titles. And I think if he plays a crucial role in a team winning their second Super Bowl, he almost immediately goes higher than a guy like Peyton Manning. Because while Peyton Manning does have a second Super Bowl title, many view him as a small part in that second Denver Broncos team that won the Super Bowl. Like, he was not a big part in that team winning a Super Bowl. He was a massive part in the Colts winning their Super Bowl. But when the Broncos won, Peyton Manning was not the X Factor. Patrick Mahomes, if he wins the Super Bowl, would be viewed as the reason the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. So that would be two teams. I think that would immediately elevate him over Peyton Manning. And personally, I think it would put him close to John Elway. I'm not going to elevate Patrick Mahomes as the third best quarterback of all time for winning his second Super Bowl. If he wants to get closer to Joe Montana and Tom Brady, then we're going to have to start having that discussion after he wins three or four titles. But this Super Bowl really is a legacy play for both Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. They have a lot to gain here by winning their second Super Bowl. I mean, Andy Reid immediately
really elevates himself above some of the better head coaches. I mean, I think this would put him ahead of a guy like Pete Carroll, who has yet to win a second Super Bowl. I think it puts him ahead of Sean Payton, who does not have a second Super Bowl. I personally don't think he'll ever catch Bill Belichick, because Belichick has six Super Bowl titles. I don't care if it was with Tom Brady. I don't see Andy Reid ever getting to that number. Again, if the Chiefs win this Super Bowl, the dynasty talks will begin. On the other side of things, I just feel like the Philadelphia Eagles are playing with house money. There's not a whole lot of expectations there. Nobody expected them to make it all the way to the Super Bowl at the beginning of this season. They've already overachieved. I feel like this would be a bonus, but clearly you might never get back to another Super Bowl. So at the same time, yes, absolutely, you would love to see Jalen Hurts win that Super Bowl. Take advantage of your young quarterback on a semi payable contract. This reminds me of when Jared Goff went up against Tom Brady in that Super Bowl and Brady ended up winning. Like that was all about Tom Brady's legacy. Jared Goff got there and that was enough. I feel like Jalen Hurts even being in the Super Bowl over a guy like Dak Prescott is the victory. Over a guy like Aaron Rodgers is the victory. He's already cemented himself as an NFL caliber starter. He's clearly the franchise quarterback of the Eagles move forward, and I think winning the Super Bowl would be icing on the cake. It's not crucial for him to win the Super Bowl at this moment. I think it means more to the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes than it does for Jalen Hurts. And I do understand that argument that if you don't win it now, then down the line you might not win it because at some point, the Eagles are going to have to start paying Jalen Hurts like he is a franchise quarterback. And I think that argument is so boring. Patrick Mahomes is in the Super Bowl. He's the highest paid quarterback in the NFL, yet here he is. I think the contract talk is kind of boring when it comes to talking about the Super Bowl. It's quite simple. If you believe Jalen Hurts is a franchise quarterback, then you think he's good enough to get back to the Super Bowl no matter how much money the Philadelphia Eagles are paying him. Every starting quarterback in the entire NFL is paid a ridiculous amounts of money and the ones who end up winning are still being paid a ridiculous amount of money. Yes, the Eagles are being smart and taking advantage of the moment of not paying Jalen Hurts like he's elite. But even when he is going to be paid like that, I would assume he's still going to have lots and lots of success. We've seen this play out the last few times. The veteran quarterback who goes up against the younger quarterback. Last year we saw with Matthew Stafford against Joe Burrow. I just always feel like you should favor the veteran quarterback. They wanted more. I mean, Matthew Stafford had never won a Super Bowl. He'd been in the league a very long time. You could just tell it was his time to win a Super Bowl, and I feel the exact same way. Patrick Mahomes has won Super Bowl, but he wants that second one to elevate himself into being one of the all-time greats. It's not saying that Jalen Hurts is not wanting to win a Super Bowl. I just don't think he wants it as badly as a guy like Patrick Mahomes does. So I think in these matchups, I I think you should favor the veteran quarterback. But we are talking about the Super Bowl and sometimes surprising things happen. In 2007, Tom Brady had already established himself as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time and in comes a younger quarterback in Eli Manning and he beats him in the biggest game of that season. Shocking things happen all the time. But I would put my money on Patrick Mahomes walking away with his second Super Bowl title. My prediction is this. 
this. This Super Bowl is going to end up being a high-scoring affair. These are elite offenses that don't have very good defenses to back them up. Like, I just don't think the Chiefs are a very good defensive team, and the Eagles are not that impressive on defense. It's going to be all about the offensive side of the ball, and I just think that Patrick Mahomes is going to be the one who walks away with the victory. But I do expect Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, and Devontae Smith to all put up massive numbers in this game. The Chiefs are not good enough to shut down an offense like the Philadelphia Eagles. And it's not always as simple as this, but let's just look at it. The Chiefs are the ones with the better quarterback in Patrick Mahomes, and they have the far better head coach in Andy Reid. Sometimes it should be that simple. If they don't end up winning this Super Bowl, something went wrong with one of those two things. Either Patrick Mahomes did not have a good game, or Andy Reid did not do a good job. The Kansas City Chiefs should definitely be the ones who win this Super Bowl. I just cannot imagine Patrick Mahomes losing his second straight Super Bowl. Again, losing to Tom Brady is one thing. Losing to Jalen Hurts, a player who we all think you're better than, is another thing. And I think that's a territory that Patrick Mahomes should want to avoid at all costs. I mean, think about where he is at this very minute. He's getting a lot of credit for winning that AFC title game with a high ankle sprain. He's about to be the NFL MVP. He's got a lot to play for winning this second Super Bowl. I mean, he's going to get all the credit. He's going to be viewed as the definitive best player in the NFL. If he loses this game, I think the questions begin to mount about whether or not he's a big game quarterback because you can't lose your second Super Bowl in a row. Just getting back there isn't enough. Peyton Manning was embarrassed by the Seattle Seahawks. That just wasn't enough getting there. You need to win this Super Bowl to cement yourself as one of the all-time great quarterbacks. Stats are not going to be enough. You can throw 40 touchdowns the next eight seasons in a row. If you don't win another Super Bowl in that time span, I'm sorry to say, none of it will matter. The quarterback position is rated on winning and winning alone. Think about Dan Marino. He's one of the all-time greats if you look at the stats. Nobody mentions him in the same realm as Joe Montana or Tom Brady or even John Elway because he didn't win a Super Bowl. Now, Patrick Mahomes has a Super Bowl title, but again, to elevate himself to that list, he needs to win two to three more. I view Mahomes as somebody who is chasing not being the best quarterback of this era because I think he already is that. I put him ahead of Joe Burrow. I put him ahead of Josh Allen. At this moment, he's clearly better than those two. I don't see those two ever getting to his level of play. I think he's chasing Tom Brady. I think he's chasing Joe Montana. And winning Super Bowls is the only way you're going to catch those level of quarterbacks. And in the end, I think he's going to get the job done on Super Bowl Sunday. I expect a 400-yard passing game from Patrick Mahomes on the biggest game of the year. And if he doesn't get the job done and the team loses, he's going to get all the blame because the quarterback gets all the credit when they win, and he's going to get all the blame if they lose. Enough about the Super Bowl. I do want to talk about this NFL season in general, and what I'm about to say is a bit extreme. Both of these teams, the Eagles and Chiefs, are 14-3, and three, but I don't view either of them as great teams. I think they are very good teams. I still think that they are massively flawed, and I think that says something about this season of NFL football, that the team that wins it all is not a great one. I personally feel, and I know others agree, it's been a down season of football when it comes to the quality of the product and the games and the teams. Them 
themselves and I'm surprised no one is bringing this up but the sport going from 16 to 17 games has to be a factor here I felt very good about the sport of football at the end of last season I thought last year went well I thought there were some very good teams I think the Rams were clearly the best team in the NFL Matthew Stafford was on a mission that team was stacked they had the best receiver in all the football and Cooper Cup I felt like that was a great team now here we are and there hasn't been a lot of great football this year and I don't view these teams as great I think Patrick Mahomes is clearly a Super Bowl caliber winning quarterback I just don't look at this Chiefs roster and go wow I am watching an all-time team the way I used to watch the New England Patriots or the way I used to watch those Seattle Seahawks teams that won that Super Bowl you looked at that team and you went wow I'm watching an all-time great team I don't view the Chiefs or Eagles as that. Maybe down the line if these teams keep on winning and showing up there I'll change my mind but I don't in this season view them as great. And I think the NFL is missing that. I think the NFL is missing a great team being in the Super Bowl. These are very good teams. I personally think the San Francisco 49ers have the best roster in the NFL and if they had a quarterback they would be the ones who were there but Brock Purdy got hurt and he might have not have been the guy over a guy like Jalen Hurts. I just feel like up and down that roster, the 49ers have the best chance of becoming that next great team in the NFL. And then you had all of those teams that we thought were going to be great but came nowhere close. I mean, I'm thinking about those AFC West teams, the Raiders, the Broncos, the Chargers. They never came close to being even good at points in this season. My point about the 17th game is I'm not sure how, but I do believe it's affected the quality of play. I don't think we need more football. I think we need less. The Thursday night football games have become unwatchable. Al Michaels is clearly not even interested in calling them anymore. My personal opinion is the more games you add to the season, the more you affect the product. And I don't know how the 17th game has affected the product, but clearly it has because the product is not very good right now. And I thought it was at a great place at the end of last season. It felt like the Rams were going to continue to be a great team. It felt like the Bengals, they got close, were going to continue to be a great team. But even those teams, the Rams were awful, and the Bengals looked bad at times. I know they got all the way to the AFC title game, but they only barely got their act together to get there in the first place. And I thought the Bills were going to be there. Something went wrong with all of these teams, and I think too much football might be the problem. And not to mention the inclusion of new playoff teams. I mean, now every season you are guaranteeing almost bad teams making the playoffs. It's one thing for the Jaguars to make the postseason because they won their division. It's a whole nother thing for these wildcard teams to barely have winning records. Like, it's just not good for the game of football. I feel like when it comes to football, less is more, and I feel like in the coming years they're probably going to add an 18th game to the schedule. I don't think that's going to work out. I think it's bad for the sport of football. The less is more approach was really working for the sport. The sport should only be played on Sundays and Mondays. You should get rid of those Thursday games. You should go back to 16 games. You should get rid of these new playoff teams because really it hasn't helped the product at all and I think everyone would agree this has not been their favorite year of watching NFL football. In fact, it's been one of the worst years quality wise. And I hope and I know many of you do as well that the last game of this season will end 
end up being the very best game of this season. But if we're being truthful, that's probably not going to be the case. Thanks for listening to this edition of Head to Head. I'm Cam McKinney, and there'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And here's a quick programming note with football over. I'll be focusing more on NBA basketball. So tune into that and please rate, review, and subscribe.